Good morning, friends. It's good to be with you and worship with you today. There's something about us as people, as humans, that shows that we are innately connectional, relational beings. We long for connection, for relationship, whether we identify as an introvert or extrovert, we long for ways in which we can relate to one another. No matter where we find ourselves, we're always looking for our tribe. These places of connection, of relatedness could go on and on, from our families to our friend groups to our alma maters to our favorite sports teams. I humbly ask you Washington fans to pray for my Packers after a tumultuous draft weekend to our political affiliations or any other interest group. We long for connection. We try to find it wherever we are. Our reading today, though, reminds us that our connection to God in Christ is what ultimately connects us to one another as children of God. Our reading begins with Jesus saying, I am the true vine. Whenever we hear Jesus say, I am, in the Gospel of John, we should really pay close attention. Because here he is aligning himself with God's identity and purpose. I am is the personal name of God used in the Old Testament, first revealed to Moses at the burning bush. And this is actually the last I am statement of the many in John's Gospel. Well, Technically, it's the last I am statement with something after it. So far, Jesus says, has said in John, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. Last week, we heard I am the good shepherd. He also says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. And now, finally, I am the true vine. If you think about it, all these I am statements are relational. They're things that connect us with God and each other. And saying I am the vine as the last I am statement has a way of bringing all these together. Now, vines were a pretty common image in Jesus' day in first century Palestine. Grape growing and wine making was a pretty big part of the agricultural economy because wine was... Uh, a necessary thing for uh, enjoyment as well as nutrition in the first century Near East diet. Everyone in John's audience knew that, um, knew what every vine grower knows. The best grapes are always grown closest to that central vine. Because of this, the other branches need to be pruned and maintained regularly in order to have a a fruitful crop. The image here, which is really one that's echoed from the Old Testament, is quite clear. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. God the Father is the grower. We have a tendency here to read Jesus' words as a judgment. It, you know, it sounds a little judgy. Picking, pruning, casting out unfruitful branches, but... When we have this understanding of how vines are grown and maintained, we see it's really more a language of connectedness. The farther we go from the vine, the less fruitful we can be. 
What this is really saying then is that to stay, uh, it, it's really the necessity and the urgency to stay in relationship, to embrace this connection to the true vine, Christ, but also to the other branches, to one another. We bear good fruit when we remain connected. John's favorite word to use for that is abide. When we abide to the vine, Christ, and to the other branches, to one another. See, back in the first century when uh, John was writing his gospels, community was facing a connectional crisis. He wrote to a community of displaced Jewish Christians. Because of their faith, they found themselves being thrown out of their uh, worshiping communities, out of their synagogues. Perhaps they were losing their other places of connection as well, their friends, their neighbors, all because of their claim of Christ as Lord. They were feeling a lack of connection. All the connectedness they had ever known was being taken from them. And you can sense that there was this crisis. They were desperately trying to find a place to belong, to find one another, to have community. Now, we may not have the same concerns as John's community did back in the late first century, but I think it's evident that we too have a connectional crisis in our community and world in this moment. After more than a year of pandemic life and the growing polarization and divisions, we see we are really longing for connectedness, aren't we? We are relational beings at our heart who need one another. Far too often, we think that in order to be connected to each other, rather in a family or a church, that we have to agree on every single thing. Once there is any note or any sort of conflict or disagreement, the deal's off. We no longer have to be connected. I think this has been especially challenging during the pandemic where literally every household, and even within each household, there are myriad understandings of what is and is not okay or safe, or what should and should not be allowed. And as such, our ever-polarizing culture has seized this as yet another place to divide ourselves, to disagree, to separate. But to be connected to one another through the true vine doesn't mean we have to agree with one another on everything, but rather to see one another as beloved children of God. The gospel reminds us that we need connection to Christ, the true vine, but also to one another, and further, that we can only bear fruit when we're connected to one another. Such connection is thicker. It's more durable than any party line or ideology or uh, system of, of uh, belief and connection can provide. It is the connection of the true vine to the other branches. As some of you know, I had to travel for my grandmother's funeral last week, which given our theme today was a good opportunity for me to connect with uh, my extended family. And I truly appreciate your heartfelt thoughts, prayers, and cards. My grandmother and most of my extended family are um, 
from a very small town in central Michigan that is overwhelmingly German and Catholic. In fact, it was settled by uh, German farmers uh, back in the late, te- late 1800s, early 1900s. The town has a population of just under 500, and the Catholic parish there has a membership of, well, just under 500. (laughs) Due to COVID, I expected the funeral to be quite small, and while uh, they took pretty much the same precautions we've been doing at WPC, requiring masks, roping off every other pew, you know, all those things, uh, to ensure distancing and so on, I was amazed that at, um, before the service, they had to cut off attendance. They had to turn people away. Too many people showed up for the funeral of a 91-year-old woman who, though beloved by many, had survived many of her own family and friends and siblings. I spoke with the priest following the burial, thanking him for his care and presence with my grandmother in her final days. And then thinking, I said, Father, I'm guessing you don't do many small funerals here. He laughed and said no. He said one of the first things he learned when he, was, when he came to this parish was that this community knows the importance of showing up for one another, even to funerals of those they didn't really know. He said it, it, uh, the people have, given, have reflected that it gives them a sense of connection, support, and fellowship to the family as well as to the deceased. It reminds them that they're connected. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. We are connected to one another. Without this connection to the true vine and uh, to one another, the other branches, we become disconnected and we cannot bear the fruit of discipleship. Soon we'll gather at our Lord's table where we trust that we are met by our risen Lord, the true vine, and we're fed by him. But we also are reminded that we gather at this table together. Not just those present with us in worship at WPC today. Not just those worshiping online with us as well. Not just those worshiping in uh, all the other congregations today. We trust we proclaim that we gather at the table with the faithful of every time and place. We're brought together. Here, as we eat the bread of life and drink the cup of salvation, we are reminded that we are intricately connected, that we need one another to bear fruit and truly live as disciples. Friends, on this side of the resurrection, we are inseparably connected with Christ and one another, to be honest, whether we like it or not. Christ instructs us to abide in his love that we might abide, that we might remain, that we might be connected in our love for one another. So may we bear good fruit together by remaining close to the vine, by sharing his love and hope to a world who longs for and truly need such life-changing connection. May we find ways to show up for one another in body and spirit to remind one another of this connection. May we abide, friends, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.